got a right to tell us how to worship So let's tell the government to get up out of churches We ain't choking no more Tell them my hopes in the Lord The time for speaking is past It's time to open the doors You ain't got no right to tell us how to worship So let's tell the government to get up out of service We ain't choking no more Tell them my hopes in the Lord The time for speaking is past So let's reopen the doors What's up, everybody? Tonight, I am running late. As you might know, I have started my new job, and it is a different kind of job than I am used to, but that's okay. So, I need you to comment, share this video, like it, <clears throat> uh, go to Twitter and like my Twitter page. All those things, my Instagram, it's all down at the bottom. If you could do that, that would be awesome. And this, I'm going to try to make this one short. Um, you know, I'm getting home slightly later than I normally was. And so everything's just different. But yeah, so um, I don't know. Oh, are you kidding me? So move on. My phone went off. It's okay. Yes, if you're reading this, if you're reading the title of this video, it does say, no, seriously, Flurona. I just, I need you guys to see this with me because it seems like the narrative is having a hard time keeping up with what's happening with, you know, there's different variants with different names and no one can really figure out what they're supposed to be calling the next scary thing. And so, um, Fox Los Angeles, is it, came up with the term flu Rona? We're going to find out. Let's bring it up and, uh, let's give it a listen. Yes. Fox 11 Los Angeles. They believe, Michaela, good morning, good morning, everyone. We're at the 911 COVID testing site here in Brentwood. This is on Getty Center Drive in Sepulveda, where the lines aren't too long right now, but people began lining up to get tested about a half an hour before they even opened this. A half hour early. You guys, give it up. This morning, and we are talking about Florona. <clears throat> it is real, and it is here, Israel, Israel. You know, she said Flurona. She said it. Let's see what comes up on the uh, closed caption. Has uh, confirmed its first case. Flu period corona is what it says. Of dual infection in an unvaccinated pregnant woman whose symptoms, thankfully, are said to be mild. And while this is being referred to... So she has COVID and Flurona, but thankfully her symptoms are mild. Hey, I thought all that was bad when you're pregnant. I thought it was really bad. But no, it's mild. Is it possible that people are testing positive when they have the flu? Like they always have been? I'm not saying every case has been the flu. I'm saying there's been a lot of flu, you know? Instead of the other thing. To as the first case, it is believed that many other people have had both the flu and COVID-19 at the same time. 
as early as spring of last year. And now L.A. County may also have a case. Officials at the 911 COVID-19 <clears throat> testing site here in Brentwood say a child tested positive. Now, let's bring it back here live. Joining me now live, Steve Farzam. He is the COO of COVID-911 testing. Did you see all those people having mild symptoms there? It looked really bad. Site. Steve, very briefly, this family returned from Cabo San Lucas. The little boy or the young man, was uh, he's under 18, uh, wasn't feeling very well. You tested him for both the flu and COVID-19. And what were the results? So uh, this uh, uh, minor uh, was positive for SARS-CoV-2 in, uh, in addition to uh, uh, influenza A. And he was the only one in his family, but his mom did test. He's tested positive for SARS-CoV-2. So, I, now, I don't know. And I'm not, you know, I'm a big dummy. I get it. But wouldn't the variants need different names after a while? As in, you know, you have Alpha, which is the original and that's SARS-CoV-2. But then wouldn't that name change with the variants? I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's the variant causes SARS-CoV-2. <clears throat> so, but he's saying, he's saying the child tested positive for that and not Omicron. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It, I mean, you do the math test positive later on but just for COVID? Yes, on the uh, initial uh, uh, test that they did on the, on the night of their arrival, only one uh, person, which was the minor, tested positive. Everybody else tested negative. The following day, the parent tested positive for just COVID and not influenza. No. Oh, lucky. We dodged a bullet there. He, he didn't get the flu rona. You're obviously you've got three testing sites. You've been monitoring what's been happening in Israel with this talk about flurona. Oh, you and mean you where were they have four shots? Flu tests and what you called a beta test, and that's why you had it handy to test this this little boy. Exactly. We um, twofold. Just the fact that our our resources are being so inundated with the vast amount of folks who are getting tested. And we're seeing a lot of folks who do have some basic, you know, cold symptoms, getting repeated tests, showing up literally almost every day of the week. And for a COVID test. Exactly, for a COVID test. And then we figured, you know, maybe they have an underlying uh, influenza case. So if we can capture an influenza positive early on, then we could presumably prevent them from having to come back every day to, and so we can save those tests for the people who really do need them. Because almost every single day, you're testing what, almost 3,000 people a day and almost every day you've been telling me, you're like, you, you're down to three tests at the end of the day. You're on the verge of running out almost every day. Yeah, we've had so many other testing sites reaching out to us and, and trying to, you know, get supplies. I mean, we've got to get those numbers up. we got to reach out and get the numbers up. You know, I'm so... I know, I know. I, it's like we need to keep talking about it, but I'm so done. I don't even care. <clears throat> you know, I lost my job with Atco. Um, I don't know if you guys saw my post, but I made it public who I worked for for the last 15 years. I worked for the biggest natural gas distribution company 
in Alberta, uh, in Western Canada, I was, it's a, it's a big global deal, you know, it's a big global deal. And so, and so, uh, yeah, Shannon, Shannon wants to know why she's being flagged. That's not you being flagged. I'm just displaying your lovely comment. In fact, I think I'm going to try to do that more when we're listening to stupid things. You know what? We should have a like a lighter environment sometimes, and we should just look at dumb videos together, and I can post the funniest comments about it as it goes. That'd be fun. I'm just, I'm so done, you know? It's like, do I even need to do this podcast anymore? I mean, it's pretty fun. Like, I do like just talking with you guys and showing you stuff that I've been learning, but... Basically, all I've been learning about is how to drill drill metal into things. So I haven't really had time for this. Now, technically, I'm working the same hours that I was plus a day. But it doesn't feel like it. Uh, it's kind of hard to explain. It's like, you know, with my old job, we were leaving basically at 5.05 to get home at 5.30 because we were... Like, we were home-based from our vehicles. And now I'm leaving right at 5.30 on the dot, maybe maybe five minutes earlier. So, <clears throat> that's, uh, that's what it is. So, big change. People are asking me, what's the new job? Is it a big change? And Don't hide me. So... It is a big change. Now, obviously, I've been in the construction world for a very long time. And I'm not, obviously, I will never say the name of the company that I work for, but I am doing cladding now. Um, Cladding is uh, like siding, but for commercial buildings. And so we would do everything from the some of the framing uh, to the insulation um, and then the outer exterior. And so, uh, of course, when I start, we're doing the hardest type of cladding, which is fine. Like, I want to learn the hardest thing right off the bat, honestly. So, basically, I'm putting the bottom of a ceiling on right now, which is called softening. (laughs) It's called soffit. So I'm learning lots of terms. We're learning lots of great terms. But honestly, um, it's kind of fun. Um, I'm getting paid way less than I did. But uh, in the summer, I'm going to be crushing tons of hours. And I think I'm learning it pretty quickly. Uh, So we're going to see how it goes. You know, I don't know if my body can handle it. It's funny. There's me. And a 40-something-year-old. And uh, and then everybody else is younger by a lot. Everybody else is in their early 20s. There's actually a 19-year-old. So that's who, I'm, uh, that's who I'm going at pace with right now. Now, it's not always a giant fight, but the guy I'm with uh, this week is a real go-getter. He's a good dude. And so he's teaching me. He's definitely teaching me a lot already. The arm hurts from drilling up. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It does. It's, uh, 
that's getting old. You know, that part's getting old. I could use a break from that. I want to, I want to work on the side of a wall for a bit. Uh, I haven't done that yet, so we'll see how it goes. <clears throat> yes, summertime does pick up. I know all about that. So thanks for the motivation. I mean, it's kind of cool. Like we're going to see what happens, you know, they want you to work tons of hours, but you're also free to not work all of them they want you to but um but you're free to say no to some things you know so it's okay so i'll probably still be able to do this even if i'm doing 12 hour days i'll just say hey i can't do can't do that on thursdays okay <clears throat> so moving on um i mean as you can see actually let's go back as you can see, flu Rona is really scary, and uh, yeah, look out. In other news, guys, I actually had to find two articles for this because I talk in your sleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, no, thank you. Um. I'm glad that people actually still come and listen. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm accumulating downloads on Podbean. So, guys, if you want to listen to me after the fact, just download me on Podbean. That's kind of that's kind of what I like. I, I, I like driving around listening to someone talk. I don't know if you want to drive around listening to me talk. It might ruin your speakers, but it is what it is. Okay. <clears throat> so, I had to... Um, get this uh from a different article than the one i originally found because there were some offensive ads that were popping up and i did not want to share that with my beautiful viewing audience so we uh we move on guys i know we keep learning about all this stuff together but this soccer player marcos Minaldo is dead. And he is the star of this team. And I'm not going to say it because it's very, very, very Spanish. So he is the star of that team or a star of that team. He's 25. Dies after cardiac arrest in training. The Guatemalan defender died tragically after collapsing. During a pre-season training session, the 25-year-old rushed to a nearby hospital, but was declared dead shortly after. Marcos Minaldo of Guatemalan Outfit, that's the one, has tragically died after suffering a heart attack during a training session on Monday. The 25-year-old defender had complained he was finding it difficult to breathe during a pre-season session as he geared up for the new campaign alongside his teammates. The tragedy occurred at the Marquesa de la Ensenada Stadium, where Minaldo received emergency CPR treatment on the pitch in San Marcos before being transferred to the hospital um, where he died. A center back by trade. Oh, ha! <laughs> A center back. 
by trade, Minaldo was a fan favorite due to his efforts during Deportivo's successful second division title win last term. Crowned Liga de Ascenso champions in December, December, coincidentally on the same day as Minaldo's 25th birthday. So obviously I'm having a hard time with the Spanish names, but that's okay. Um, the president of his club has already addressed the heartbreaking death of his player, telling ESPN Digital, one does not come out of astonishment, a young, dynamic, and jovial person. This happens to him. It is quite strong and shocking because you lose not only a player, you lose a friend. God has his plans and his purposes, but unfortunately, we have the death. It was around 11... 1100 hours that they called me to inform me that Marcos had fainted in training. They transferred him to the assistance center where they did everything possible, but unfortunately the death was confirmed. His death is not the first to shock football in recent weeks, nor the first cardiac arrest either. So there's a list of heart attacks, but we already know about all these lists of heart attacks, don't we? So guys, as you can see, Heart attacks are still rolling in, and that's just that's just what it is. Wow, that is quite that is quite the quite the comment from from uh, the YouTube channel. I uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, I'm not sure what's happening. So as you can see. Soccer players keep dying of heart attacks. Now, that might be because of the strain on their heart. Um, and I don't know anything within the last month or two where, or months, I should say, last eight months, you know, getting close to a year that people have been talking about things that cause heart attacks. I just, I, I, I know it's on the tip of my tongue. It's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't recall exactly What's been killing people of heart attack? Whatever. I mean, I'm just, you know, you can put it in the, uh, you can put it in the, uh, comments. Hey, check it out. Someone. Ooh, Laura with a poll. Very fun. Poll. How many people have heard of someone in your community having a heart attack or stroke? Five this month for me so far. I've heard of people just having heart attacks, shoveling their driveways lately. Not great. Now, it does happen, I'm sure, but... Oh, my goodness. And she lives in, in a community of 1,200. Look at this. It's not good. Hey, finally the Facebook photos come up when I post. That's cool. Hey? Fancy. That's looking, that's looking really good. Look at it. Look at it. It's all the people I know. Guys, if you're on audio, I mean, I'm sorry. I like audio better, but I understand that sometimes I appeal to the video audience, and I'm, I apologize. I really do. So, guys, now we all we all have a problem with the Pope in this group, I'm sure, or we've heard him say and do things that we think are ridiculous, um, and. Uh, I mean, 
you know, it's probably not going to be any better, but, and, you know, that was a spoiler alert if you saw me post that on the screen, but guys, the Pope has been catching flack on social media, which is amazing because he never catches flack because he always tells people what they want to hear and uh, tickles those itching ears. So honestly, I was, I was kind of excited to go see what could the Pope possibly be saying that is upsetting people. Logo out, resistance coffee as usual. We take a drink. And, uh, yeah, let's see. Check it out. Check it out, bro. Okay. He gets called a coward? Or did he say coward? I didn't read the whole article, so we're going to find out if we agree with him or not. Pope Francis blasted for criticizing selfish couple. Selfish couples who choose pets over children. Wow. Now, again, I'm not here to defend the Pope, but before anyone jumps in and says, what about those who have pets and no children that can't have children? I get it. We're talking about people who chose the pets over children because that happens a lot. Pope Francis has taken a beating on social media for suggesting that couples who adopt pets over children are selfish as he addressed population decline. Wow. Crazy. Today, we see a form of selfishness. Wow. The Pope said during his general audience on Wednesday, we see that some people do not want to have a child. Sometimes they have one, and that's it. They have dogs and cats that take the place of children. They do. They do that a lot. <clears throat> For couples unable to have children, the Holy Father urged them to adopt children rather than go childless. So he's not my Holy Father, just so we're clear. God is the Holy Father, just to clarify, but moving on. Um, adopt rather than go childless. I, I'm, still in, I'm, I'm still in agreement with the Pope today. We're working through it together. How many children in the world are waiting for someone to take care of them? Amen, Pope. He said, oh, see, one, one terrible ad. Let's close that. No, I just want to, I just want to close it. No, I don't. Just not interested. Hey, check it out. All right. I definitely want to get the wrinkles off my face. So that's a much better ad for me. Um, amen, Pope. He said, it is a risk. Yes, having a child is always a risk, either naturally or by adoption, the Pope explained. But it is riskier not to have them. It is risky, riskier to deny fatherhood or to deny motherhood, be it real or spiritual. Social media erupted with attacks against the Pope, calling him a hypocrite for not having children of his own. Fair point. The Roman Catholic Church not uh, allowing marriage of its priests is 
not biblical. How about you have a how about you have a kid pontifex? Why is it not selfish for you and your other clergyman to for clergyman to forego kids? Oh, church money and real estate makes it messy. That will def save humanity. I mean, I I mean, sure. I I kind of agree. Have a kid and come on the podcast, you coward. <laughs> says uncle chaps okay so there's just a bunch of negative tweets we don't care is that it that's it so as you can see the pope said something right for once now forget his like forget his theological differences which are vast and many and would really almost certainly put him into the category of a different religion than us. He brings up a great point. Having children is awesome and adoption is awesome. So in my head, I thought to myself, well, why don't we pull up the Bible app and check it out? And I call it the Bible app because the LSB is the Bible, right? <laughs> right, because it's the best one. Oh. But anyway, we've got our LSB. And so I wanted to look up some stuff on parenting and having children and take a look at that for you guys. So why is parenting fantastic? Well, Proverbs... Uh, okay. Proverbs. It can't even... It needs to be perfect. So, Proverbs 17.6. On the map, grandchildren are the crown of old men, and the beauty of sons is their fathers. You know what's the best thing is, like, whatever translation I saw this on the internet today, when I was just looking things up, it says, and, uh, you know, the pride of children is their parents. So gender neutraled it, even though this probably is masculine. So, but what was interesting about that is that it said children's children, which is probably more literal than putting grandchildren there. That's interesting. Grandchildren are the crown of old men. <clears throat> so, think about that. What is the crown of old men? To have children. You would have to have children first. And so, think about how blessed the grand the grandparents' life is when you live close by and you have children and they get to see your children all the time. Well, you must have children to accomplish that. If you don't have children, you'll never experience that. Um, um, I'm, I'm Laura, Laura, we need to talk and we're going to publicly deal with this right now. She got an ESV MacArthur study Bible and, uh, I don't. 
I, 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 I don't know why you would do that. Because the NASB is the second best Bible translation ever. No, I, on, the ESV is great. Actually, my two the two Bibles I'm kind of looking at right now are ESV and LSB. And doing the comparisons on that. Because um, I used to have the NASB and the, and the ESV. And I like to watch the contrast on those. And then I read through the NASB. Right? So, I'm just... I'm really like, I I mean I'm, I'm still kind of upset, you know. I feel like you should have gotten the, um, the NASB, but there's hope. You can just buy an NASB 19.95 off of Amazon. You can get the cheapest one. You can do that. So there's always hope to get yourself a real Bible. Um, and they're going to be making cheaper LSBs, so it's good. Guys, I'm joking. If you use the ESV or any other translation that's not total garbage, like say you use the King James Version, it's okay. I still love you. It, it's totally acceptable to use. Um, anyway, guys, so having children to have children, right? This is a principle that you see... In a lot of places, I would say. Now, something else that got my attention was, uh, was, uh, well, I'm glad someone thinks I'm funny. I'm cracking someone up in the comments section. Uh, which is great. That's, uh, kind of my goal sometimes. So, I'm bringing up one verse, but the context is, um, you know, uh, God is calling his people to be like this. He is calling Israel out of their sin and he's using Isaiah to come to bring them this message. And he's telling Isaiah what the message is going to be. And it's, uh, verse 17 is learn to do good, seek justice, reprove the ruthless, execute justice for the orphan and plead for the widow. And so, Obviously, when I want to key, what I want to key in on is execute justice for the orphan, right? So, how does adoption play into that? Well, God has a special place for the orphan, for the one who needs adopting. We, we should be people who love adoption. Now, obviously, when you live in a country like Canada, adoption is becoming extremely messy. Will you even be able to publicly adopt, uh, like through the through the public system, without having your V card, like your 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 V status, right? It's um, yeah. So there's 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 so much going on now. You're, you're we're gonna have to resort to private adoption, which would be better anyway. But if God's people are supposed to execute justice for the orphan, God cares about orphans, right? It's important. Wow, someone's listening to me from Ontario. Thanks, Karen. You're the best, Karen. You are. We love you. Um, you're our favorite, Karen. 
Katie says, cracking me up. Very hilarious. Guys, so, <sighs> we move on to Bible verses. More Bible verses. So, guys, now, why did I bring up this loving the orphan, this this verse? Well, let's take a look. <clears throat> what does the Bible say about our condition? And in fact, I'm just going to go to the whole chapter. So look. I have a sad feeling there will be lots of babies needed to be adopted soon. That is... I'm, I'm also worried. We've got this post. Uh, I mean... I'm concerned about it as well. So, hopefully we're wrong. Hopefully we're wrong. Um, sorry, guys. I'm just reading comments again on audio. Uh, let's see. I'm going to try to do this in a way that doesn't cut off the text for you guys. But <clears throat> Ephesians 1.5 says, actually, let's start. Start at the beginning. Start at verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heaven, heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we would be holy and blameless before him in love, <clears throat> by predestining us to adoption as sons through Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of of his will to the praise of the glory of his grace, which he graciously bestowed on us in the beloved. So and obviously then it goes on talking about his bloodshed, what he did for us, that he forgave our transgressions. So <clears throat> I'm sorry guys. My throat is probably filled with dust right now is the problem. What does it say here in verse five by predestining us to adoption as sons through Jesus Christ. And for the ladies in the audience, yes, also daughters. So there is a theme throughout scripture of God looking after the orphan. Now, why? Well, there's a principle there or there's at least a pattern there to look at, right? We as believers are adopted into God's family. And so if you don't have children, um, if you don't have children, um, Adopting, sorry guys, I, 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 yeah, I was thinking. If you do not have children, adoption is a beautiful thing. And it shows the love of Christ to your child immediately, right? So some people would argue that, oh, well, we're all God's children, right? Well, we're not, right? Jesus told the Pharisees that they were sons of their father, the devil. Not great. Uh, not a good argument um, for saying we're all God's children. Jesus literally came to earth and told people that they weren't God's children. So we 
need to be adopted into God's family. And so that's a beautiful picture that you can show to your adopted children if, if, uh, if you can't have kids. So I would pursue adoption if I could not have children. I, I, I mean, honestly, if the opportunity came up, if the opportunity came up to adopt children, I would try to do that right now. Um, because we want to help these babies, right? So, so yeah, spiritual adoption. We're spiritually adopted, and so we should want to show that to our, our kids. Um, and let me see, there's one more thing. Having children. Ooh, that's a good one. I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to circle back to that. I've got a psalm for you guys. What? Slam. I spelt it wrong. That's, uh... That's, uh... It's not correct. Okay. I am sorry. And obviously this is a very popular verse among my peers and friends. Behold, children are an inheritance of Yahweh. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. How blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. They will not be ashamed when they speak with enemies in the gate. So, sadly... That was not actually the psalm I wanted to pull up. Um, So, there was that. But that's a good one, too, anyway. (laughs) That's a good one, too, about, uh, about about having kids, right? I mean, children are a blessing. Children are a reward, right? The fruit of the womb is a reward, children are a reward and so we should want to have children um you know if if you just want to have pets and then you call them your fur babies and stuff and like you're using them as a replacement for your kids they're not a replacement for your kids um the fruit of the dog's womb is not a reward and it's not an inheritance and it's not an amazing thing for you to own a pet that that loves you having pets are are great for some people most people like pets but um but yeah uh it's not the same thing so let's see if i can find the old psalm i wanted We're going to do a little check here. Okay. Children are fearfully and wonderly, wonderfully made. <sighs> wow. It was, I mean, 
something's wrong here. I, I don't have what I thought I had, but that, you know, but that's okay. Yes. I am not allowed to spell things wrong on the LSB app. It is, it is, it is ruthless. It is a ruthless app. Um, so guys, I'm, I'm going to cut it short tonight. Uh, I'm kind of tired anyway, and you can kind of hear that I'm kind of spacey a little bit. And I hate doing that to you because who's going to listen to me when I'm super boring like this, right? Now, I think it's just important to point out that your pets aren't your kids. Your pets aren't an inheritance. Your pets aren't called a reward. They're just something you look after that never never has a reward attached to it. It just dies before you and it's sad and it brings you nothing but heartache and misery later. And look, I'm not I'm not even being rude. Like <laughs> Uh Laura Laura says my eight month I'm just gonna post the comment. My eight-month-old golden retriever puppy just ate the wall. Bet your toddler wouldn't do that. Choose children. I agree. See, thank you. Like now, and like here's the thing: if you know, I'm not saying you have to have children, but one of the main parts of marriage is to have children, and it's a beautiful and amazing thing. And I want people to have that. Um, one of the things that motivates me, uh, to go kill this new job is that I have kids to look after. I can't fail. I can't keep being a... I can't be a loser and coast. I have to go do the right thing. I have to go live what I believe. I have to go explain what I believe and live in light of that and do the best that I can do every day. And now I'm actually in a really cool environment um i'm i'm in a really cool environment it's kind of like it's cutthroat and raises are based on your performance do you suck like do you suck do you show up 3 quarters of the time and not um do you do whatever you can to get the job done? Do you actually start right at seven? You know, these are those things that they're looking for. And, um, and it's, it's exciting. Oh, here we, I love it. Cause I'll talk about something and then the comments will finally flood in. Annalise says, we're going to come, we're going to go to Alberta to get a dog, but we have five kids though. Awesome. Love five kids. Karen says my children are grown up, so I have my pets. I'm not saying you can't have pets, right? Obviously, you could have pets. Having pets when you have kids is fun too, right? So, um there's nothing wrong with that, right? I don't want to insult anybody or hurt anybody's feelings and wait. Um oh, I saw honestly Oh, that's hilarious. Dandy says, honestly, if my baby ate the wall, I wouldn't even be surprised. He's a savage. 
I have a wall eater for sure. There's definitely one of my kids will eat walls. Uh, I'm not going to say who, but, uh, but they are. I totally agree, though. Oh, Annalise says, I totally agree. Kids are a priority. Animals are basically for them. Yeah, I mean, like, pets are super fun. You know, like, I love I love a pug. You know, I love having a pug around, uh, you know, snore beside me on the couch or whatever. It's fun. But, but, yeah, they're not an inheritance from the Lord, and they're not this inherently amazing blessing, right? And so with that, guys, before I drift off into nothingness and I erode into sleeping and falling asleep on camera i am logging out now early and so i love you guys thank you for paying attention and like i say download me on spotify get the rss feed and plug it in into your favorite apple podcast podcast catcher because for some reason I can't upload to Apple and no, it's not that Apple has banned me or something. It's uh, the loading the artwork just won't work and I can't make it work and I don't know how to make it work. And I have an Apple computer, so I don't know why it doesn't work. But without the artwork, I can't just be on Apple Podcasts. So unfortunately, you have to put the RSS feed in. Or you can download the Podbean app. And the Podbean app is amazing. It is just as good as any of the other super high-quality apps. So, like, really good. And I will say hi to my wife for you. Have a good night, guys. I'm out.